Hey, homies. I'm Katie. I'm Sydney. And this is Something Sick. Oh, welcome back, guys. We are back for episode 18. That's so many episodes. Sydney before this said, (laughs) it's legal now. As if what we were doing for one wasn't legal, <laughs> but also no, just no. a bad 18. Listen, <laughs> I'm tired. I know. I feel um, bad for people that have, I don't know. These just, we get loopier and loopier. Yes. Whenever we record these. Sometimes I feel like they're better when we're loopy and sometimes they're way worse. I know. It's okay. Yeah. But. The one thing that we wanted to talk about <laughs> was that the other day we were talking about tattoos and we I, just, Katie really wants us I to I think get, we should get tattoos of ghosts on us, like little ghosts, so. because we each have a tattoo, but it's like, we want them to be meaningful. But sometimes I'm jealous of people that have like random, seemingly unmeaningful, but like, yeah, fun, cool ones. But I'm like, I would never do that. But like a ghost has meaning, but is a little weird. So it's like a fun, fun thing. Yeah. So, so we're considering. Yeah. Let us know what we should do when we go to Seattle. Sydney's mom would probably be not happy about it, <laughs> but I think it would be fun. So yeah, that's literally. There's we'll do like, a poll. We'll do a poll. People are like, we don't, don't care. care. <laughs> I care. I but. need approval. <laughs> I need people to like me. <laughs> it's whatever. Okay. What are we talking about? So this week I'm covering the Scream murder, also known as the murder of Cassie Jo Stoddard. Yes. Um, it's a, it's a bad one. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first solved one I've covered, I think. And mm. let me just tell you, I was really struggling. With Didn't you do one that was solved? I don't think so. I feel like you were researching one that was solved, maybe. I think I thought about it and then I ended up not. Yeah. But I don't remember. I'm looking while we're talking. Great. They all run together. Uh, yeah, this one's a rough one. Yeah. Um, Katie does know it, so she's not like... Yes in the dark on it or anything but um you did the school bus kidnapping okay yeah yeah, yeah. that counts right it counts so this that's is literally the, first, the only one but that one's not a murder no this is the first self mm, murder yeah. yeah 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 but and it's also very different because there is so much information on these people yeah so we're just gonna get into it and i'm kind of going to gonna go back and forth between like timelines and things and hopefully it's not too confusing i mean my last one was com- i was all so, over the place so cool Whatever. On September 22nd, 2006, in Pocatello, Idaho, I wrote, two big dumb idiots, <laughs> Brian Draper and Tori Adamchick, killed their friend, Cassie Jo Stoddart, because they wanted to be infamous. Great reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked. Yep. Um, the most insane part of this whole case is the fact that the two filmed themselves talking about the murder before and after it happened. So they essentially made evidence to prove that they did it. And then later they tried to destroy it, but didn't. Congratulations to the prosecution. <laughs> yeah, like, congratulations. You, got you played the- yourself. <laughs> you hit the jackpot on this one. Yeah. So, uh, thankfully, before I ruin everyone's day with this murder, uh, we can rest easy because they're both in prison. Great. So. Yay. Whew. Yeah. It's always better than the ones where they're out and you know it or they're going to. Exactly. So 16-year-old Brian Draper grew up in Utah with his adopted family before they moved to Pocatello, Idaho. And there he met Tori Adamchick. And 
Brian had always felt like an outcast and a loser, and Tori became his closest friend. Um, and I want to say that he moved in like his freshman year. Okay. And they were, I think, juniors by this point. So they'd been friends for a few years. Okay. Both boys were super interested in movies, but like in a way that was like a red flag, you know? Yeah. Um, and they were like straight up like movie critics. They were obsessed. And they particularly loved horror movies. No kidding. Yeah. Especially Scream. Yeah. Um, but instead of taking inspiration from like the film part of being like, this is a really cool film. Yeah. They took inspiration from the murder part. Wonderful. Yeah. Let's do it. Just kidding. Yeah. And both boys also at some point had crushes on a girl at their school, which was Cassie. And I think it sounds like Brian like had more of a crush on her, but okay. like it sounds like Tori liked her at some point too. Okay. So 16 year old Cassie Joe Stoddart knew Brian and Tori. They were kind of friends, but more of like acquaintances. Mm -hmm. They had like, they were, the boys were 16, right? Yeah. They're okay. all 16. Okay. I just had to confirm yeah. in my head. Yeah. Um, they have like mutual friends, honestly, like from what it sounds like, they're like friendly, but not. Yeah. Yeah. People can fantasize, like can make it. I mean, I'm guilty of making up stories in my head, but like people can convince themselves that things are more, definitely more one-sided. Exactly. But they think it's. And so I think that she was just really nice to them. Yeah. And so they were like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. So a little bit about Cassie. She loved music and drawing and she was a great student. And the sheriff would later say about her, quote, she didn't do anything but be friends with just about everybody. Aww. So she was like super nice. It's, and they're always nice. I know. They're always nice. And she was really responsible and friendly. And her brother described her as headstrong and kind. It's just like. Oh, yeah sweet um and basically she was just really well-rounded as a person so no wonder she didn't like brian and tori yeah <laughs> anyway so instead cassie was dating a guy named matt beckham they had been dating for like five months and matt had been friends with brian for a few years and then tori as well since tori had moved to Pocatello. So on September 22nd, 2006, Cassie was house and pet sitting for her aunt and uncle and they had three cats and two dogs. And she was really excited because she wanted to buy her own car and it was like a chance for her to make money and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of pets. It is a lot of pets. <laughs> but yeah. um, the house was kind of like out in the middle of nowhere. Like mm -hmm. they were neighbors, but they weren't super close. Um, and I can imagine like it was probably a little scary because like I pets out for people in high school and stuff. I don't even like staying in our apartment. I don't know. I don't yeah. like staying anywhere alone. But also like it was family. So she probably felt pretty yeah. at home there and stuff. Um, and I'm sure it, like a part of it made her feel grown up like yeah. staying in a place by herself mm. and stuff. But unfortunately, it wouldn't end well. No. So, like I mentioned, Brian and Tori were really obsessed with horror movies. And Brian, like the shitbag he is, <laughs> really idolized the Columbine shooters. Mm. I was literally just thinking about, in my own head, about that. Because I, I don't know. Yep. So, really, uh, really great. Yeah. Yeah. So... Nice. This is one of those things of like, I don't know how these two got together. They and always like, find each they other. They always find each other. They always um, do. Yeah. So somehow the two of them got together and realized, hey, oh, you want to murder people? I, I do Same. too. <laughs> um, and they started to plan it out. And the amount of planning that went into this is insane. So they started out by essentially making like a hit list oh, nice. of just like a list of people that they could kill yeah. that included a bunch of their friends. Mm, fun. 
Yep. I don't so. understand. It's, I guess it's always people that you know. Yeah. Not really. Not always. But <laughs> and I don't. So like we don't know who's on the list really. That's terrible. Because they want to protect the identities of everyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think they know if they were on the list? I don't know. Can you Scary. imagine knowing that and going around being like, these guys considered killing me? They've got to know. Like you would, they would have to notify them like, hey. Yeah. This dangerous thing. Gosh. Yeah. So at the end of August, which the murder happened in September 22nd. So at the end of August, uh, Brian and Tori asked a friend, Joe Lucero, to buy some knives for them because he was 18 and could buy them at a pawn shop. Great. Um, and he did. And apparently Tori had like a knife collection. So like, first of all, I don't know. Why did you need to buy new ones if you already had some? No. But whatever. It, like, to not connect it necessarily directly to yourself. But like, it didn't seem weird to buy yeah. th- them knives because I'm assuming... Knife just collections thought, like, are weird. Well, yeah. To be honest. But... Just, I, guess, I was saying that to everybody, yeah. not to you. I was. If just you saying. have a knife collection, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. <laughs> let's, Stay let's not far talk. away from us. <laughs> but Joe wasn't really like thrown off by it. I guess. Yeah. Also, don't know anything about Joe, so he could be sketchy too. But whatever. Yeah. Um. But he helped them buy four knives, and one of them would later be used in the murder. So. Mm-hmm. Um. And Brian and Tori also essentially convinced everyone in their school that they were in the process of writing their own horror movie. Um, and everyone was like, cool, makes sense. And these guys just like filmed themselves all the time, like uh, filming themselves talking about murder. But people would That's overhear. That's what we're doing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but people would overhear and think that it was for the movie. Yeah, which you would think. Yeah. Um, and at one point, Cassie even asked if she could be in their movie when they filmed it. And they said, yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Had they already decided on her when she asked that? No. Okay. So we'll get to it later, but she was not their first choice. Oh, yeah. Victim. Or like choice of victim. They attempted to kill other people first. Yeah. It just didn't work out for them. Also, knowing that you're one of those people. (laughs) Yeah. They they had to. They have to know. Yeah. Um, So now I'm going to talk a little bit about these videos. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to talk about it like throughout with the timeline and stuff. But uh, let me just tell you, their voices are annoying. Yeah, Sydney played them for me. (laughs) If they were in my class, they would have been like the kids I wanted to punch. Yeah. They just, yeah, they're just really annoying. (laughs) And they also like talk in circles a lot. They say a lot of words without (laughs) saying anything. Yeah, they just try and sound smart. Sound familiar. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Not you. That's not directed at her. We just know people like that. Yeah. Not in a in a bad way. No. <laughs> just like some people talk like that. But theirs <laughs> was in a bad way because they're stupid and idiots. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so I don't know how many videos in total that they had. And I'm sure there's creepy stuff in all of them. But we're only going to be talking about the ones that the police recovered. Okay. And used in the trials. Did they destroy any of them? So, like successfully? I don't think so. Okay. So we'll get to it later. But they tried and failed. Yeah. But like there's videos that the police didn't have but I'm that were not destroyed. That the police do have more. But they just weren't like helpful. But like weren't helpful. Okay. Or like I don't know if maybe some of them they like didn't have a warrant for kind of thing. Okay. But I only saw stuff about these. But it sounds okay. like they were like constantly filming themselves. So I'm okay. sure that there was more like long before the murders. Yeah. But okay. I don't know. Several of the recorded videos are from September 21st, which was the night before the murder. And it was a Thursday night and Tori was driving and Brian was filming from the passenger seat. And they were talking about their murder plans. 
And like I said, from the start, Cassie wasn't the only person on their list. It starts out with Brian saying, we're going for a high death count. We're going to make history. (laughs) You certainly did, but not with the high death count. And then Tori says, quote, for all you FBI agents watching this, uh, you weren't quick enough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're kind of right, but. But like the audacity of them to actually believe the FBI were going to be like have to get involved. Yeah. I mean, but people now all the time, like my FBI agent, like people joke about that now, like in a different way. But like, I don't know, maybe they. I mean, they probably didn't think they were actually going to get caught. No, but it's like, here's the thing. They thought they weren't going to get caught, but then they were making these videos and like talking as if they had an audience. Yeah. And it was like, what did you think was going to happen? And I think like, honestly, because they wanted to be infamous, like they wanted to get caught. Yeah, it's true. It's just like none of their plan. They probably wanted to make a movie out of their foot. I mean, they wanted to make a movie out of their footage. Like literally like none of their plan makes any sense yeah whatsoever no it's just really stupid yeah and also like i don't know how they expected to get away with one murder let alone commit several more and then the fact that they were filming themselves like literally handing over any evidence you would need to convict (laughs) them obviously the fbi aren't gonna need to get involved in this trial yeah (laughs) like no but anyway yeah So I also wanted to note that through all of it, I could only find clips of a few of the videos, but the rest of it is like transcribed Mm -hmm. and they literally transcribed like Brian stuttering through all of it. And that's interesting. I don't know if he had a stutter or if he was just like nervous. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read his stutter, obviously. No, no, no. Uh, But I just wanted to note it. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I don't know anything else behind that. But yeah. I also like when I read it, it sounds like he's like super confident and it's like, well, hurt. it's not. It, no. He sounded really dumb. <laughs> he's like making it all up as he goes. So um, then Brian said, quote, you weren't quick enough and you weren't smart enough. And we're going over to and then it's redacted. It said Jane Doe's house. We're going to snoop around over there and try and see if she's home alone or not. And if she's home alone, splat, she did. <laughs> splat. Yeah. That's not funny. I no. think they're idiots. Well, That's why. And so at this point, Tori starts like arguing with him and being like, don't make jokes. And Brian's uh, like, it's not a joke. Like they start fighting over whether it's a joke or not. That's dumb. So that night, they're clearly stalking a different girl who is on their yeah. list. And I think it sounds like most of the people on their list were girls. girls which makes sense. But not entirely because we'll talk about it later. But they also had plans to kill Matt. Yeah. So it... I think that it just like worked out that way, but they definitely were more wanting to kill girls. Yeah. Thankfully, this girl wasn't home. And so, yeah, she's okay. I'm happy for her. Yeah. And I'm sure she knows. Yeah. That's just so terrifying. Mm -hmm. It cuts to after they snooped around her house and they start filming again. And Brian says, quote, she's not at home. So we're going to go to that church over there and we're going to call a girl and a guy named Cassie and Matt. They're our friends, but we have to make sacrifices. So um, I feel tonight is the night and I feel really weird and stuff. I feel like I want to kill somebody. Uh, I know it's not normal, but what the hell? I While you're reading that, I was just thinking, Sydney, now your voice is forever recorded saying, <laughs> <laughs> please don't cut this together. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> Should have been saying something like that while you were doing it. I should have been going la 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 so they can't have a clear audio. (laughs) I I don't think that would help. I don't know. But But, anyway. um, Yeah, that's a lot. 
really just laying it all out there. Yeah. So this is after stalking Jane Doe 1. So I do think that Cassie was high on the list. Yeah. But anyway. That's unfortunate. After he says that, the two of them start like bickering about religion and hell and like it gets really weird. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> and at one point... Tori says, quote, we are also taught that things like killing people and other things is wrong. The only thing that it's wrong about is because it's break. Also, this is how he said it. And it's not grammatically correct. But the only thing that it's wrong about is because it's breaking the law and the law is only wrong. And then he kind of like starts mumbling because he doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah, no, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But he's basically saying, like, murder's not wrong. We're just taught that it's wrong. Uh, Because it is wrong. And then Brian says, natural selection, dude. Natural selection. That's all I got to say. That's not natural selection. It's literally not. That's definitely not what natural selection is. 100% not what that is. They're just like using phrases that they think sound cool. That's what a lot of guys do. Yeah. (laughs) That's tea. So then Tori says, there should be no law against killing people. I know it's a wrong thing, but... And he like drifts off. He literally just said it's it's not wrong. It's not wrong, but you know it's a wrong thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean if they just keep going back, back and, forth and forth of like, it's wrong, but but it's not wrong. Like they yeah. just say stuff without knowing what they're saying. Part of them is like too far gone to save and part of them is still like, maybe I'm wrong. Like It's just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Tori says, hell, you restrict somebody from it. They're just going to want it more. No. Uh. I do not feel that way. Let me say, um, I don't want to murder anyone. I've never and, felt that way. And I would think that for most people, you know, laws against murder would, would make you not want to murder even more. Or, yeah. Because like... Law, jail? Uh, jail? <laughs> <laughs> jail. 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 So they just keep going back and forth and being stupid. And so they continue talking as they're driving. And like I said, this is taking place the night before the murder. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what stopped them from killing Cassie and Matt that night. I don't know if she wasn't already house sitting. Like, I don't know how that whole thing went down. Mm-hmm. But so then they continue talking. And Brian says, quote, now we're going to go over to Cassie and Matt's house. If they're home alone, we're gonna dot dot dot. And then Tori says, like interrupts him and says, it's Cassie's house. Matt is there. Okay. <laughs> and I think like I was listening to Morbid. And they were talking about like, it just sounds like Tori hates Brian. <laughs> like he keeps yeah. like interrupting him and like just like cutting uh. him off it. Like the more they talk, the more you're like, these they don't like each hate other. each other. It's <laughs> but they're weird. both into murder. So they're friends. They hate each other. But they also have like a weird relationship. And yeah. it's, it's just really weird. Brian continues, Matt is there. Sorry. (laughs) He says, we're going to knock on the door. We'll see who's there. We'll see if their parents are home or not. If they're home alone, we will leave our way and then we will come back in about 10 minutes. We'll sneak in through the door because chances are they're probably in Cassie's room. So we'll sneak in the front door. We'll make a noise outside. So they've like, do they know where her room is? I don't know. Like they're really just like banking on things that they can't confirm, you know, like, yeah. Their whole plan is based on like assumptions of what people will do. Yeah. And then they continue and Tori says, and Matt will come out to investigate. How do you know that? You don't. And then Brian says, we'll kill him and we'll scare the shit out of Cassie. Okay. And Tori says, sounds like fun. And Brian says, well, stay tuned. Stay tuned. I don't want to stay tuned. So they were 
like making this for an audience like the stay tuned like yeah there's so much of like <laughs> like they're vlogging essentially yeah but weird vlog guys weird yeah. vlog i definitely think it's interesting that they talked about killing matt first like they gotta he get wasn't this- just like a byproduct of wanting to kill cassie yeah but he was their friend yeah so it's just like it's, so it's like up. part of it feels like because they want to kill her, like they got to get him out of the way first. But they're also like, he'll be there. We want to kill him too. Yeah. Like they just want to do it. Exactly. It continues. They like talk about this for so long. That's so really I'm sorry. That That's what they do. So much of this episode is going to be this. But so Brian Let's continues go. and he says, quote, we found our victim and sad as it may be, she's our friend. But you know what? We all have to make sacrifices. Uh. <laughs> and he says, our first victim is going to be Cassie Stoddart and her friends. We'll find out if she has friends over, if she's going to be alone in a big dark house out in the middle of nowhere. And then he laughs and he says, how perfect can you get? I mean, like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> so they just, knew that like, she was at her aunt and uncle's house already? Or is her house also in the middle of nowhere? I don't know. And that's the part that's confusing because they talked about it like they like, like she it was, was at her, her house. house. Yeah. But then they talked about her being alone. Out in the middle of like, nowhere. Like I really don't think they had a plan for it. No. So then after Brian said that, Tori said, I'm horny just thinking about it. That's disgusting. So gross. And also. Sorry, dad, that you had. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but. Also, keep that in your mind, because later, Tori and his whole family really try to play up like, I didn't do it. It was all Brian. Yeah, right. No, no. it wasn't. <laughs> like, no. No, that's gross. So, and then Draper, Brian continues. Draper. I wrote their last names because I literally like copied yeah. and pasted it from the transcript, but I feel weird using their last names. So. That's okay. Brian says, hell yeah. So we're going to effing kill her. He actually said the word. I don't like that word. Yeah. So. And her friends. <laughs> and we're going to keep... We have a line, everyone. <laughs> and we're going to keep moving on. I heard some news about Jane Doe, too. So this is the second girl that they thought about killing. Goodness. She's going to be home alone from six to seven. So we might kill her and drive over to Cassie's thing and scare the shit out of them and kill them one by effing one. Hell yeah. <laughs> and so then they start to argue over how they're going to kill people. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to kill people one by one or in a slaughterhouse. And Tori is the one who wants to do it in like a slaughterhouse. That's terrible. And Brian wants to kill people one by one and two by two. Okay. Which Noah. I, yeah. <laughs> what? Noah's Ark. I'm just thinking. Okay. Sorry. That was so dumb. Ignore Which I do kind of think is interesting because they then like get into an argument over whether the term evil is an expression of God. Who They're like, literally cares? Like... If you think that people are going to want to watch this, first of all, do you think they care about that? (laughs) No. It's so stupid. Take it out. Like, they're like, we're evil. No, don't say we're evil. That's That's a phrase of God. Well, okay, then... Like, they're just, like, arguing over what to call themselves, and it's so stupid. Evil. You can call yourselves evil. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Back to, like, their argument about how to kill people. Brian wanted it to be more like Columbine, mm. like a mass murder. And yeah. Tori wanted it to be more like Scream, yeah, like really meticulous and stuff. And so it sounds like they just like settled on Tori's. And really, I think it's probably because it felt easier to them. Oh, yeah. But I just think it's very interesting. They like both wanted to kill people. But they have very different MOs. Yeah. Which is terrifying. It's so messed up. Um, here's another part of their conversation that can confuses me it's just i don't know so brian says after their conversation about if they're 
evil. evil. <laughs> And they don't want to say that they're evil for some reason. Brian says, then we are six psychopaths who get their pleasure off killing other people. And Tori says, that sounds good, baby. Ew. (laughs) They don't like each other. I know. That part is so weird. That's disgusting. So then Brian says, we're going to go down in history. We're going to be just like Scream, except real life terms. And then again, Tori says, that sounds good, baby. You know, they got what they wanted. They really did. That's so gross. I don't like... I've never I don't even, heard a I don't guy, even like the word baby used as a term of endearment. i guy call his friend baby. Like, Maybe they're together, actually. I don't know. It's just... I just think that's really interesting, especially after them, like, Not liking bickering. Each other. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. So, so much of this is going to be them talking. Oh, my gosh. That's okay. So... Brian then says, you guys are all getting Sydney saying these things. <laughs> Gosh, I didn't think this through. <laughs> so Brian then says, also, we can only laugh at this part because if I die because of her, she kills me. Use this audience. Stop kidding. it. <laughs> but um, we have to laugh at this part because it hasn't actually gotten bad yet. So, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, so then Brian says, we're going to be murderers. Like, let's see. Ted Bundy. <laughs> They're trying to think of them. They can't think of any killers. Then he says, like the hillside strangler. There are two of them, you know? Yeah. Uh, The Zodiac killer. And then Tori says, no, those people were more amateurs compared to what we are going to be. We're going to be more higher sources of Ed Gein. And then he can't remember. Ed Gein? He can't remember it. (laughs) And then Draper is like, Gein? (laughs) He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they start talking about Ed Gein and they're like misquoting him, like using quote quotes from ed kemper and thinking it's ed gein and like it's stupid once again like why does this matter they really think everyone i guess i can't talk to this exactly because i think people want to hear what i have to say but they really (laughs) think everyone (laughs) wants to hear what they have to say and then they end that video by saying brian says murder is power murder is freedom goodbye actually murder is jail time yeah (laughs) you're stuck in prison for the rest of your life so that's the end of the videos from thursday night so on friday after this night of them driving around trying to find people to kill they just go to school like normal Mm. um you know that's fine and that morning Something that's like just puts a pit in my stomach is Brian films Cassie like at her locker for a moment and says like, say hi to the camera. And she says hi. And it's just like, it just makes me sick. Yeah. So. Especially since she asked to be in their movie. Yeah. And then she's being nice. Like she even looks kind of like awkward of like, hi. I don't really know you. But she's being nice and like, yeah. So. Yikes. Um, then they filmed themselves talking. Some people say it was in a class. Like, I think it might've been like lunch. It was like a free moment. They're not like doing classwork and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're filming themselves trying to write out a plan for their murder spree. (laughs) And through part of it, like a teacher was like looking in their direction and they get stressed and like start like talking under their breath and stuff and trying to avoid suspicion. And that makes you more suspicious. Yep. (laughs) I'm sure the teacher is like, what the hell? She's like, we got to keep an eye on those two. Brian says, yeah, if you're watching this, we're probably deceased. I wish. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then he says, hopefully this will go smoothly and we can get our first kill done and then keep going. We've probably tried maybe 10 times, but they've never been home alone. Well, nine so. or 10 times. Yeah. I am so happy all those people had people home with them. Me too. 
And then he's like keeps talking as if like this is an inspirational video for future serial killers because someone who wants to be a serial killer is going to look up these two idiots. Yeah. For, like you got caught after one murder. <laughs> yeah, I was going like, to say like you have to be a serial killer, an infamous serial killer to get other serial killers to look up to you. Like not also, a good thing. Not a good not role a model. good thing. <laughs> get better role models. Brian continues, as long as you're patient, you know, and we were patient. And now we're getting paid off because our victim's home alone. So we got our plan worked out now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cassie's family, but she had to be the one. We have to stick with the plan and she's perfect. So she's going to die. That's terrible. Yep. That they've had to hear that. Yep. In those annoying voices. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this got played. I don't know if they played it or if they just read the transcript, but it got said at her like his trial and they're standing right there at yep. the trial yep. like it's so sick so these boys said all of those things during the day at lunch and then that night cassie was house sitting so now we're gonna get into i want to know how they knew where she was gonna be so it's friday night and cassie invited invited her boyfriend matt invited <laughs> invited her boyfriend matt over to keep her company okay and she'd even like asked her aunt and uncle if that was okay and they said yes mm-hmm Um, so they hung out for a little while and then at some point Brian and Tori showed up and some sources do say that Matt might've invited them. Why would he do that? But so I don't know if he like invited them to hang out because they just like were wanted to hang out. Yeah. I do know that he had plans with them later that night. Okay. Or had talked about hanging out with them later that night. Okay. So I don't know if like they just were like, we'll come hang out before like we leave or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if it was like a him being like just talking to a friend of like, yeah, like oh I'm hanging out with Cassie tonight like she's yeah. house sitting yeah and they just kind of took it yeah. as an invitation but yeah Brian and Tori show up and they're like oh we thought you guys were throwing a party mm-hmm. and morbid theorized that they wanted to throw a party like the end of the movie scream like it ends Mm. in a party and like yeah so they think that maybe that's why which would kind of make sense i also think it was just them trying to come up with a reason yeah yeah so cassie was just kind of like okay like Mm. she's obviously kind of upset she hadn't gotten permission for more people to come over than just matt and so i think she felt a little weird about that she's also like i just wanted to hang out with my boyfriend kind of thing makes sense but it sounds like she just didn't want to be rude like she's not gonna kick her boyfriend's friends out and stuff Mm -hmm. so they all hung out um and watched kill bill and at some point brian said he had to go to the bathroom and instead he snuck down to the basement and unlocked the basement door yeah and also the layout of the house is kind of weird it kind of looks like it's like a split level okay but it's like their garage door is like underneath the main level and i think there's just like a side door and i think that's the basement door okay but yeah i'll post a picture of it okay after a few hours of hanging out before the movie had even ended brian and tori are like we're bored i think we're gonna leave and they're like we're gonna go to the movies we're bored watching this one Mm -hmm. but we're gonna go to the act we're gonna pay yep to go yeah yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're going to go. And Cassie and Matt are kind of like, cool, okay. bye. Literally don't care. <laughs> yeah. So they leave. And now we're going to cut back to the videos. Um, Brian and Tori filmed themselves outside of Cassie's house in the car once again. And um, this video is time stamped at 9.53 p.m. So Brian says, quote, we're here in his car. The time is 9.50, September 22nd, 2006. 
Unfortunately, we have the grueling task of killing our two friends, and they are right in that house just down the street. The grueling grueling task. task. No one assigned this to you. No. You just decided to do it. Yeah. You gave it to yourself to do. Tori says, we just talked to them. We were there for an hour, but... And, like, drifts off. Why do they do that? That's annoying to me that they, like, leave on... They're, like, talking and they... "Hmm." It's because they don't know what they're That's just so annoying. I'd be like, you guys are terrible at doing this. Yeah. And then Brian says... We checked out the whole house. We know there's lots of doors. There's there's lots of places to hide. Um, I unlocked the back doors. It's all unlocked. We get it. It's all unlocked. You said that like four times. Now we just got to wait. And yep, we're really nervous right now. But, you know, we're ready. So cuts off. Way to tell them exactly how you got into the house. Yep. And so after about 15 minutes after Brian and Tori left, the power in the house went out. Brian and Tori had driven their car down the block just a little bit so that it wasn't in front of the house. Yeah. And there they had put on like dark clothes, which was like some of it was like dress shirts because I think that's the The only only like black shirts they had. And then like gloves. And then they had these masks, which were like white and plastic with like red paint around the eyes and the mouth. (laughs) They're really scary. Um, So they put that on and they snuck back into the house through the open basement door and In the basement, there was a breaker box, and so they shut off all the power in the house. Mm. Based on their plan that they made up, they were assuming that Cassie and Matt would come to the basement to try and, like, mess with the breaker box to get the lights back on. Mm -hmm. Um, And their plan was to, like, blitz attack them there. But Cassie and Matt were like, nah, we're good. I wouldn't even know where to go. No, exactly. Like, part of me is like, I would just assume it's a power outage. But also, I would not. I don't mess with breaker boxes. I don't know how to do that. No. And I'm 22. These kids are 16. Yeah. Like, I think that they just, Brian and Tori saw people do that in a movie once. And they're like, yeah. It'll happen. They'll do that. No, they won't. No. (laughs) So Brian and Tori, after a little while, like, realize that they're not coming back down. And they turn a few of the lights back on. Which I'm sure is even scarier. Yeah, that would scare me. Because it's like, it's nice because you're not in the dark anymore. Yeah. But that's not your power going out and coming back on. That's like, something's wrong. Yeah. Cassie was obviously scared after the lights had gone out. And Matt also remarked that, like, later on when he talked about it, that one of the dogs had been staring towards the basement door and, like, growling and barking and stuff. That would terrify me. Yeah. And so Matt's, like, trying to comfort her and stuff. And he called his mom and asked if he could stay with Cassie. It's like, you know, things are, like, the power just went out and it's kind of scary here and stuff. And unfortunately, Matt's mom said no, which is understandable yeah she's not gonna let her 16 year old stay in a house alone with his girlfriend yeah but she did offer for cassie to come stay with them which is i would i would say that's what i would do yeah and she's like you know i'll come pick you guys up you can stay here and then i'll bring cassie back like early in the morning to take care of the pets and Mm -hmm. stuff but unfortunately cassie was like no like it's my responsibility like she's being paid to stay there and so she felt bad and she said no i have to let the animals out really early i'm just gonna stay Mm -hmm. and that's just like breaks my heart because it's like she's trying to be responsible yeah and it also like i know how i was when i was 16 and i was house sitting like i wouldn't want to be a burden yeah of like i don't want you to have me drive me back all the way out here of, like, yeah no it makes sense yeah i would feel so guilty as that mom though being like i should have been more persistent yeah. like i would have blamed myself after this matt's mom was like it's like time for me to come pick you up so she's yeah. on her way to pick him up and at some point it might have been after he his mom picked him up or it might have been before Matt 
talked to Tori on the phone. And I'm not sure if Tori called him or if he Was he, he in the Tori. house? Yes. Ugh. So Tori is in the basement and he's whispering on the phone. But Matt's like, why are you whispering? And I'm Tori's in the like, movies. Yeah. He said, I'm in the movie theater. And so Matt's like, okay. And so, I don't hear a movie, but. <laughs> yeah. Matt's just, you know, he thinks he's just chatting with his friend. Yeah. He's like, yeah, my mom's picking me up soon. <sighs> And to him, he's thinking like, maybe I'll come meet you yeah, guys. Yeah, maybe I'll come meet you guys later. But obviously, he had no idea that they that were in the just house. like helped them solidify their plan. Yeah. So around 1030, Matt's mom, Sherry, picked him up. And Matt, like as he was leaving, told Cassie, like, I'll call you as soon as I get home and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Tori and Brian heard Matt leave. And after he was gone, they turned the lights out once again. Nope. I would go hide. And so Cassie, during all of this, stayed in the living room. And I'm yeah. honestly, I'm sure she was like paralyzed with fear. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it's you don't like, know where it's coming from. Like, if I hear a sound in the middle of the night in my bed, I'm, I don't move. Yeah. And so I can't imagine. No. Can't imagine. So they then went to the top of the basement stairs and they're armed with their hunting knives that they're they've gotten from their friends and brian like slammed a closet door to try and scare cassie and at some point they also were like breaking ashtrays and stuff like they were making a lot of noise yeah and like stomping up the stairs not just one person two people yeah no i'd be terrified stomping up the stairs i'm scared listening like if i'm putting myself in her shoes and i'm scared yeah and so once they got upstairs, they made their way into the living room. And this is where it gets confusing because we don't know. We only know from them. Yes. The only story that we know is from them. Yeah. It sounds like sometimes they said, like, she was sleeping. There's no, no way, way she was sleeping. sleeping. No. And one source that I read even said that Cassie said, who is that? I'll kick your ass. Good. And I really hope that she said yeah. that because either yeah. way, this girl is really brave to have stayed there by herself. Yeah. And I just... I would have oh. ran out the front door. Yeah. So they attacked Cassie. This is when they attacked her. And they stabbed her 30 times. Oh, gosh. And 12 of these had the potential to be fatal. And there were two different knives used in her murder. And both knives inflicted at least one potentially fatal wound. So essentially what that means is neither of them can claim they didn't kill her. Yeah. Because they don't know exactly. Which one did it. Which stab did it. Yeah. And so they're both involved. Both of them inflicted a potentially fatal wound. Yeah. Both of them are guilty. Good. Good. Gotcha. Yeah. After Cassie was dead, Brian and Tori immediately left. And at were they this like point, super bloody? Um, there was blood on their clothes that they that was found. Okay. It doesn't sound like it was like overwhelming. Gotcha. But there was a lot of blood around her body. Okay. So then they start filming themselves again. I hate them. You know. <laughs> Freaking narcissists. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> yeah. So these videos are timestamped at 1131. So it starts with Brian just quite literally saying, I just killed Cassie. We just left her house. This is not an effing joke. And Tori says, I'm shaking. And Brian says, I stabbed her in the throat and I saw her lifeless body. It just disappeared. Dude, I just killed Cassie. And then he says, You can't say he didn't admit to it. Yeah. And then he says, that felt like it wasn't even real. I mean, it went by so fast. And then this is when things get weird. So this video is They weren't weird already. (laughs) No. (laughs) But this video is like really, really studied in the trials and Mm -hmm. stuff because Tori's defense tried to use it to say like, they never said we killed Cassie. Brian kept saying I I killed Cassie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're like, 
Tori didn't say that he did. Yeah. But what does happen in this video is Tori, like, where he seemed like a bumbling idiot and he is. Yeah. He, like, flips a switch and is, like, like he literally says, we got to get our act straight. Yeah. And this is when he starts, like, you can see him already trying to build his defense. Yeah. And, like, that's honestly where I feel like he didn't even say much in this video because he was already, like... Trying to figure out what to do about it. So... He says, we got to get our act straight. And Brian says, it's okay. Okay, we will just buy the movie tickets now. Too late now. So Brian and Tori go back to Tori's house where they packed up anything that could link them back to the murder, including the tapes that they made. So what's the point of making them? No. Whatever. And then they drove out to a rural area and attempted to hide the evidence. So first they tried to burn it, (laughs) which they tried to burn it with hydrogen peroxide. (laughs) And then they tried, after that, didn't really work. They yeah. buried it all. So after that, they just went back to Tori's house and watched a movie. Didn't go get movie tickets or anything? At some point, they did apparently try to get movie tickets. But, and like, maybe they did. But the timestamps won't But times up. didn't match up. And also, later on, when police were like starting to pin them down, mm-hmm. the girl that was working the ticket booth that night went to school with them. Oh, and she's like, they never came. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, did you see them that night? And she was like, no. no. So, yeah. yeah. So at 12.15, Matt tried to call Cassie. This is 12.15 a.m. And wasn't able to get a hold of her, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to call her 15 times oh. on Saturday and was never able to get an answer. Yeah. And Cassie's family also reached out several times, but you know, never heard anything back. And where were her parents? So Cassie's family situation is kind of weird. It sounds like it okay. sounds like she lived with her grandparents. Okay. But like still had a relationship with her parents. Yeah. Why were her pa- grandparents I not? don't checking? know. I don't really understand the whole situation. I don't yeah. know if like maybe the cell service wasn't great. I have to go check on her. Yeah. I. It's very interesting that no one yeah. checked on her at all. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, not to, I mean, obviously can't blame them. I'm just exactly. wondering why they didn't go check. I'm just like, maybe they're just like not that kind of family yeah i would be concerned especially after if if matt told me hey the lights were being really weird and i wanted her to leave and so that's why i'm like i don't know if maybe she wasn't super close to like her parents or grandparents or whatever like maybe matt wouldn't have told them that yeah um i would if i couldn't get a hold of her yeah sorry matt I w- that's what I would yeah. not, and not also, blaming you. Matt, I want to give him credit because also I will say a lot of people think that he's suspicious. There's reason to believe that he was not involved. Yeah. And also he did try to go check on her, but he didn't yeah. have his own car. So he yeah. didn't even have a way to get out there. Yeah. Also, he's not but, in any of the videos. They were talking about killing him too. Exactly. So that's why they've like rolled yeah. him out as being involved because yeah. they literally had his name on their death They list, were planning so. on trying to yeah. kill him too. So, so Saturday night... Matt spent the night at Tori's house. No. Yeah. That's terrible. And at one point, they're hanging out, and he asked Tori, he's like, hey, can you drive me by the house that Cassie's, like, house-sitting for? Like, yeah. I'm kind of worried about her. And Tori's like, uh, I, I, I don't have enough gas. Okay. So. Can we go get some? <laughs> so they didn't go check on her because Tori sucks. Yeah. Obviously. Sunday comes around. And that's the day that Cassie's aunt and uncle and cousin were supposed yeah. to be coming back. And so they arrived back at the house around 1.15. Mm-hmm. And sources that I found on this were kind of different on who found her first. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sounds like all of them saw her body. Yeah. Including Cassie's 13-year-old cousin. Ugh. That's terrible. Um, but it sounds like they noticed that all of the doors were open, which is very unusual. The doors were always locked. Yeah. And there was broken glass, like, scattered around and which stuff. Which they broke Which everything. was probably from the ashtrays. Yeah. 
Um, so they entered the house through the basement and walked upstairs to find Cassie in the living room in front of the TV surrounded by blood. Ugh. And it was immediately clear that she was dead. Yeah. And so that's when they called the police and the police started investigating. Yeah. As they started investigating, obviously, they immediately looked to Matt. Yeah. Because he was the last one there. Exactly. So they interviewed him that Sunday, and he explained that he had been trying to get a hold of her, hadn't been able to drive and check up on her, Mm -hmm. and starts to tell them his own story from Friday night. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they hear that they're also hanging out with Brian and Tori. Yeah. So obviously, they decide to check in with them. Yeah. They're each called in for interviews. And I want to say both of them, when they were interviewed, their parents were present. Like everything was done by the by book, the book yeah. for these interviews. So Tori was interviewed first on September 24th, that Sunday. And he told their whole story that he and Brian had gone to the house thinking there was going to be a party and that they left when there wasn't one. And he claimed that they went to the movies to see the movie Pulse, but couldn't remember a single thing about the movie. Yeah. Couldn't remember, you know, general plot, actors. Bad. Anything you could have seen in a preview. He Bad didn't even plan. know any of it. <laughs> cool. And also, I looked up when this movie came out. This movie came out in August. Why didn't he pick... A movie he had gone and seen yep. in the past month. Yeah. Yep. I don't... <laughs> I don't know. They're stupid. So, Brian was interviewed the following day, September 25th. And the moment police started interviewing him, he started sobbing. Oh, gosh. And but he continued to tell the exact same story that Tori did. Also being able to like not say anything about the movie. Same exact story. So they interviewed Brian a second time on September 26th. And I think they could tell Brian was the weak link in this. Yeah. So. Oh, you can easily pick up on that. Oh, yeah. So at this point, the police were like, we know that you weren't at the movies. Like, that's not going to work. So, like, give us something else. Yeah. And so Brian changed his story, and he said that he and Tori had actually been stealing from cars in the movie theater parking lot that night, and that they hadn't told him because they didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. And police are like, cool, we don't have any reports of cars cars being broken into. Yeah. So, obviously, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. After this interview, the police asked Brian's parents for permission to search his room, and they said yes. And they found a knife sheath under his bed, but no knife. And they asked about it. And he said, it's a friend's. And, and the friend has the knife. Why would that be true? Yeah. So after that, they bring Brian in for a third interview. This is all before Tori's gotten his second interview. Yeah. Um, and finally, in his third interview, Brian admits to the murder. However, he said that it was Tori who actually killed Cassie. Mm not true you literally admitted to it on you're the first one to say it but okay um brian admitted to planning the murder but claimed that he thought it was a jerk a a jerk jerk? (laughs) he's a jerk (laughs) he thought it was a joke until he saw tori stab cassie and then he agreed to show detectives where they had tried to dispose of the evidence which (laughs) i'm glad he did yeah but also stupid dude they would have had not that much on you yeah So he showed them where that was. He also admitted to unlocking the door and all of that stuff. But once again was like, I thought it was a joke. And the knives were just, you know, to make it extra scary. Yeah. Okay. So, yep. He claimed that he never laid a finger on her at all. Liar. (laughs) Um, He also claimed that Tori had threatened him that day and said, if you tell police, I'll kill you. Okay. So then police start to really lean into him with like good cop, bad cop kind of thing. And they're like, you know, Tori, like, he seems really scary. Did you, like, maybe, like, stab her just a few times, like, just to, like, appease him? Yeah. And Brian's like, yeah. 
<laughs> and they're like, okay, so how many times did you stab her? And he's like, four times and the leg in the chest and basically says like, I did it because Tori was egging me on. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, now we know you stabbed her. So, yeah. so Brian leads police to the evidence and that's where police find four And he admitted knives. this in front of his parents? Yeah. That's terrible. I think that his parents were in the room on this one. I'm sure they had They weren't in the room on every single one, I don't think. I think it was like if he asked for them there. Okay. We'll get to it in a minute. But Tori's dad was in the room when he admitted to it finally. So, yeah. Um, But police found four knives, one of which had Cassie's blood on it. So I don't know. I'm assuming maybe they cleaned the others off. Yeah. I don't know. Um, The masks they had worn were there, kind of burned, but still intact, as well as gloves, clothes the bottle of hydrogen peroxide um there was a piece of black cord that we don't know like if they wanted to use it for something and just didn't end up using it Mm -hmm. and then there was a burned note with their plan written on it and a cassette tape nice which you know they tried to burn but it was fine and police were able to repair it and find all the footage so wonderful yep after all that on september 27th Tori was brought in for his second interview. Mm-hmm. So Tori was still sticking to his original story um, that he and but I say original story. He had also mm-hmm. kind of switched to the uh, we were breaking into cars kind mm-hmm. of thing. And at this point, police are like, yeah, Brian already pointed the finger at you. Yeah. Like he already blamed it all on you. He already showed us the evidence. Yeah. And so at this point, Tori's dad was in the interview room with him. And Tori's dad looked at him and said, is what they're saying true? And Tori just nodded. Oh, yep. And so he starts to tell his own side of the story. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know he's trying to point the finger at Brian now. Too. Yeah, he does admit at this point that the shoes he's currently wearing were the shoes he wore during the murder. So they take his shoes. Idiot. Yep. Why didn't he get rid of those? And I, I feel I, stupid. They're so stupid. So on September twenty seventh, two thousand and six, the both of them are arrested. And they're charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. And both of them moved to sever, meaning that they wanted to be tried separately mm-hmm. because both of the defense teams just blamed each other. Yeah. So um, now we're kind of getting into the trial and like some of the weirder evidence and stuff. There was DNA evidence under Cassie's nails that matched Brian, but not Tori. But there was also DNA that was like to an unknown man. And so... It could have been that, like, that part just didn't match Tori. Like, I don't understand how DNA works. That, does that yeah, make sense? I think so. That it, like, was Tori's, but just yeah. didn't match up that particular mm-hmm. thing. But obviously, Tori's defense went hard on that, too, yeah. of, like, Brian's DNA. And, yeah. Yeah. On April 17th, 2007, thankfully, Brian was found guilty. Ooh. And then on June 8th, 2007, Tori was found guilty. So they're both guilty. Great. And on August 21st, both received a sentence of life in prison without parole plus 30 years for the conspiracy charges. So they both got life plus 30 without parole. Nice, 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 nice. 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 So at this point, both of them are driven to the Idaho State Correction Institution. And when they're driven there, they could have requested to be separated from each other, but they didn't. And so the driver is just sitting there like listening to them talk. (laughs) And I found this whole article about it. That's what I found today when I was researching Mm. at the last minute. And I was like, what the heck? So they're just talking in the back and they essentially are like, I I don't have any animosity towards you. (laughs) 
after blaming each other the whole trial. Yeah. And then they have a weird chat about religion. Not shocking after their freaking weird conversations. And then the lieutenant, the driver, said they talked about, they said, quote, who would have ever thought that three days out of our lives would have an effect on us the rest of our lives? I would when you are committing murder. Like you ended someone's life. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. You wanted to kill a lot of people. Yep. And then they also asked the lieutenant to let them go, saying, we're just stupid kids. Can't you let us go? No. No. Like, they just show no remorse. Like, that's just absolutely absurd. So, Tori and his whole family still claim that he's innocent. Yeah, okay. Yep, but... Have they appealed? Oh, yeah. None of them have been. I'll just go ahead and spoil it. But yes, there have been appeals. Um, Tori's still claiming he's innocent and all this stuff, but he's all over a horrific person. They found child pornography on Ew. his computer, so either way, he should be in prison. Yeah. Um, also related to Tori, some people do suspect that he was involved in a different murder. Mm. So on September 28th, 2004, a 25-year-old woman was assaulted and stabbed to death only 50 yards away from Tori's house. Uh, he was 14 at the time yeah so some people think that he could have been involved he could have yeah that's very close to his house yeah and it was a stabbing yeah and that's how he like it's just i don't know it's just weird if it's a coincidence and no one's gonna suspect a 14 year old boy right off the bat so interesting yeah um where Tori isn't admitting any guilt brian seems at least a little more remorseful Mm. he like admits to all of it and like definitely seems to at least have a little more of a conscience. Yeah. Also, like, stuff with Tori's family is very interesting because even he kind of seems like he wants to admit it, but his mom is really... She does like, not want to be no a murderer's mom. Like, she is, like, he did not do... Like, it's, yeah. it's a very interesting... It's, she's in denial. Yeah. So, both of them have appealed and both have been denial, denied up until this point. Um, however, one thing that has been like kind of interesting is that in 2012 2012, the supreme court ruled that you cannot impose a life sentence without parole on minors Mm -hmm. however this doesn't apply if the crime is considered to have permanent incorrigibility which is basically like they like can't be fixed kind of thing yeah um and 20 in 2016 the supreme court did make that rule retroactive which means that like past cases can be brought back up and considered i've heard about that However, they've both had more recent appeals. I think Mm -hmm. that one of them had one in like 2017 and one had one in 2019. Mm -hmm. So after both of those cases and both of their appeals have been denied. Yeah. So they're they're not getting out. No. They're going to be in prison. So. Yeah, no. They're bad people. Yep. And just the last thing is that Cassie's family did try to sue the school district for allowing them to just sit around and film themselves uh, playing this yeah. murder. Um, yeah. It was dismissed, unfortunately. That's unfortunate, yeah. And, like, I get it that they couldn't have known, but, mm. like, they should not have been allowed to talk about that. I feel like, not to blame people, but, like, after things like Columbine, when, exactly. like, teachers are trained then to like pay attention well, like, and students are hearing them yeah and also in like high school like we would get in trouble for filming ourselves like yeah at all let yeah. alone like especially like in my high school if you had like your phone or like an ipad out and we're filming let alone yeah. if you had a whole freaking camera yeah that just like feels insane that they were allowed to yeah. do that they should have given but, them something for that yeah yeah so oh it's so much it's so much that is the yeah. scream murder of cassie joe stoddart 
I, gosh, I just feel so bad for her family. I know. But I'm just really glad that these shitbags are in prison. prison. Yeah. And that they're not getting out. Nope. So. Gosh. I don't even have words. Nope. Even though they did get, like, essentially got what they wanted from killing her. Yeah. I'm really glad that they didn't get to be, like, where they were, like, we're going to have a high body count. All of that. Yeah. they and didn't like, get what they wanted. They also wanted to be seen as Ted Bundy. Mm-hmm. And not that that's something you want to be seen as, but they didn't get to be yeah. seen in that way. It's like, like, first of all, Ted Bundy was not smart and charismatic and all that shit. No. But he's seen as that. Yeah. These people, these guys are seen as idiots. Yeah. And that's what they deserve. They are. So. Yeah. Which Ted Bundy was also somehow, Yeah, that is exactly. He's uh, stupid, but it's He whatever. was not smart. But. No. Yeah. I don't know how to move on from that. I don't know. Do we have a palate cleanser or something? We can't. It just feels like such an awkward I know. transition. I don't know. I, I don't feel right doing one after that, to be honest. Whatever. So follow us on Instagram at Something Sick Podcast or on Twitter at A Sick Podcast or on TikTok at Something Sick Podcast or send us an email at Something Sick Podcast at gmail.com and let us know if you want a sticker from us still. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have plenty available. We have too many. (laughs) We will talk at you next time. (laughs) Go do something relaxing. (laughs) Please. All right. Bye, homies. Peace out.